on this episode of Building Men, Masculine Archetypes. Welcome to the Building Men Podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Meralda. Building Men is geared toward helping you become the most extraordinary version of yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. So welcome or welcome back to Building Men. My name is Dennis Meralda, and I try to do this podcast once every five or six days, and I really try to focus on things that will help other people become better versions of themselves. I'm along on this journey as well, and I try to learn each week as I'm kind of preparing and recording episodes. This episode is about masculine archetypes. Recently, I was listening to a podcast from Jay Shetty. Uh, the name of the podcast is On Purpose. He's also the author of a book called Think Like a Monk, and I downloaded this book on Audible, and I ripped through it in like a day and a half. It's like a 12-hour listen, and as I was in the middle of doing other things, I was listening to this audiobook called Think Like a Monk. It really, really changed kind of how I think about how I think, if that makes sense. I'm listening to this podcast um, on purpose with Jay Shetty, and he has on actor Rob Lowe. They were just talking about Rob Lowe's experience, you know, as an actor in the 80s, 90s, and beyond. And Rob Lowe starts talking about this idea of archetypes. And he shares a story about a conversation that he recently had with a friend. And the conversation was about archetypes that should live in all men, these different kind of um, modalities that should live in all men. And here were the three that he talked about. One was Curly from the Three Stooges. Two was Clint Eastwood from Dirty Harry. And the third was Gandhi. Uh, just from He's just Gandhi. So the third is Gandhi. So this idea that men should have this goofy, fun, playful side like Curly, this badass, you're not going to F with me side like Dirty Harry, and this spiritual transcendent, I'm in service of other side like Gandhi. So it got me thinking about this idea of archetypes. And now the way that I'm kind of operating is once I hear something that piques my interest, I really try to learn as much as I can about it. So I found a few websites about this idea of, of masculine archetypes. And one was on, it was called The Art of Manliness, is that there's a website called The Art of Manliness and they talk about archetypes. There was a website called medium.com that talks about the websites. I'll link them all in the show notes. And then I found this book and it's called King, Warrior, Magician, Lover, Rediscovering the Archetypes of the Mature Masculine by psychologist Robert Moore. That book kind of really changed the way that I thought about the idea of masculinity and masculine archetypes that I recently learned about. And so in the book, Moore argues that masculinity is made up of these four archetypal male energies, and each one serves a different purpose. All men are born with these archetypal modes, and the book basically says to become a complete man that you must really intentionally work to develop all four of these archetypes. And if you can, basically the result is you're you're going to be this man of confidence and power and purpose. The book was published in 1990, and it's based on theories that were put forth by Carl Jung. 
And basically, Carl Jung is talking about this idea that you have this collective unconscious that um, it's it's based on patterns that have kind of made humans who they are over thousands and thousands of years of evolution. He calls these behavior blueprints archetypes. And for, for Jung and basically this foundation of, of personal experience, it doesn't matter if you are a you know, a Fortune 500 CEO, if you're a school teacher, if you're a painter, if you're a doctor, it doesn't matter. He would argue that no matter who you are, you have the same archetypal DNA and behaviors that are embedded within you. And he really believes that these archetypes of human behavior came to the surface, um, came through our, our conscious mind, and it happened through series of symbols, of rituals, of myths, of stories that were kind of passed down from generation to generation over the years. And so the author of the book, King, Warrior, Magician, Lover, Robert Moore, he took this concept of archetypes and he used it to create this framework that he tried to explain the development of masculinity and men. And it's something that got me really, really interested in this idea. Like, where does it come from with this idea of masculinity? How do we learn about masculinity and what are the traits associated with masculinity and where did it kind of go wrong over the years? He argues that the problems that we see with men today, violence, passive aggressiveness, this aloofness, maybe even perpetual adolescence, and they're all results of modern men not really exploring or being in touch with this primal masculine archetype that is part of our coding and our DNA. All right, so here we go. The first archetype we're going to talk about is the lover. And so the lover is, expresses love for family, for friends, for God, and pretty much for life itself. He has passion, emotion, idealism, sensuality, this archetype, the lover, is about, you know, being in touch with the part of yourself that's able to really to open up, to use all the senses in your life, touch, taste, smell, hearing, seeing, to truly experience the entire world around you. The lover is deeply connected to the world. Um, this, this idea of loving experiences, loving mystery, and kind of like really enjoying the, the good things in life. Um, a lover is good at reading people. They're really good at taking social cues and understanding kind of how people interact with, another, with one another. So there's this idea of being able to read people and understand people, being in touch with yourself, with that like emotional part of you. The, the lover has empathy really, really enjoys everything that life has to offer for him. So that's the first of the archetypes. And like I mentioned before, there are four of them. So the first one is the lover. The second archetype is the warrior. The warrior is bold. The warrior is decisive, calm under pressure. He doesn't live with regret. The warrior is very disciplined in kind of how he is uh, mentally, emotionally, physically. He understands that life is not easy. He's strong. He trains. 
the warrior thinks about all possibilities, like everything that can happen before he goes into a situation. So he kind of is very calculated and he thinks about, okay, if I do this, this is going to happen. If I do this, this is going to happen. He's confident, but he's rooted in competence. And that's why he's very confident because he understands that he has put in the work to do what he needs to do to be the best version of himself uh, in all those different categories that I mentioned before. He is loyal. He's loyal to a cause, to a task, to loved ones, to God. He like If he says he's going to do something, he will absolutely do it. The warrior is a master of his energy. He understands that there is such a thing as good pain, and then there is such a thing as bad pain. And he is willing to withstand the psychological and the physical torment that's associated with pain. So he understands. He, he, the warrior would be someone that says pain is weakness leaving the body. And this is where I feel like of the four, this is an area that I feel like our society is kind of lacking right now. We need more of this, this energy to fight for a greater cause and to know that you have a purpose and you're going to do everything you can to go for moving forward in pursuit of that purpose. Think about Braveheart. Think about the movie Gladiator. Those are warriors when you think about what a warrior would look like or how they would, it would basically present itself. The next archetype is the magician. The magician is intellectually curious. He wants to know everything there is to know about everything there is to know about. He, he loves having this, um, a, this ability to unlock hidden knowledge. The magician is a master of his own mind. He's a master of tools, technology. He can do things that other men can't do or other people can't do. And he can teach other people those skills as well. While the warrior is the action-related, the stoic kind of action-related archetype, he gets his marching orders or his directions from the magician in your mind. So that's where it kind of comes from. This is the person that would put, the, put people where they need to be because he understands. There's a lot of um, introspection that comes along with being a magician. They're really good at meditation or they understand the value in meditation and how it's really, really important to understand your own mind. The magician is thoughtful, kind of like the chess player. He understands that he is not a chess piece on the board. He is a chess player. And what he'll do is he will look at the board, anticipate moves from other people, and really kind of understand where things need to be in place. Um, the magician wants to take setbacks or takes take the, the things that life throws at you, disappointing situations. He wants to look at them as an opportunity to learn and to grow and to be a better man from the, the stuff that you deal with. So instead of taking like a bad situation and a woe is me, like, all right, what am I going to do to be stronger and better based on my knowledge of how I handle this situation? You'll know a magician archetype in your life. They'll be the person that uses inspirational quotes and they'll be the one who kind of uses a metaphor to help you deal with a life situation. It may, might be one that you would go to for advice when things are are challenging or difficult, but they'll be the one that will pull out a book or a quote or something and say, here, tr like try this or listen to this, or this might help you get through this difficult situation right now. 
And the magician presents kind of as a mentor, a teacher, a coach in your life. The final archetype is the king. So the king is centered around his foundation and his purpose. The king finds balance. So think of the king will find balance between strength and vulnerability, between confidence and being humble or humility, between massive action and careful planning. The king acts rather than reacts to situations. He is the rock in a crisis situation. The king can take a step back, survey the landscape, take a broad view, consider all perspectives, and then move ahead towards his purpose. The king is decisive. He doesn't say, I don't care where you want to eat tonight, hon. He says, I'm going to make reservations here, and this is where we're going to go. So he takes all of his knowledge and he makes a, a decisive plan of action. The king lives with integrity. He does the right thing when no one is looking. He acts with honesty. He takes responsibility for his actions. He protects his realm or his house. He keeps things in order at home. He creates opportunity and inspires others. So here's a quote from the book. The good king delighted in noticing and promoting good people to positions of responsibility. He held audience not to be seen, but to see, to admire, and to delight in his subjects, to reward them and to bestow honors upon them. And finally, the king leaves a legacy. He's willing to plant a tree today, knowing that he will never enjoy the shade that it has to offer. All right, so we have these four archetypes that will make up this idea of masculinity. Like, how do we build masculinity? I did a series of podcasts about the foundations of masculinity before I found this. And so I definitely want to think about how I created those six episodes of masculinity foundations of masculinity and how this relates back to those ideas that I had. And so if we think of masculinity as based on these four archetypes that make up who we are, what we aspire to be as strong men, the first, the idea of a lover and the person who is um, about experiences and um, adventure and the social part of who we are, the relationship part of who we are, and um, you know, being vulnerable and being able to to be ourselves around other people and to to give ourselves to other people, to enjoy experiences and adventure, and then to temper that with this warrior mindset where we understand that we need to do what we need to do as men, that we need to work hard, that we need to. Uh, be loyal to um, to our people, that we need to endure physical, emotional, psychological pain at points and be disciplined and understand that there is value in discomfort and it's okay to feel uncomfortable and to fight. Part of it is, you know, being willing to stand up and fight for what you believe in, in the warrior mentality. And then the idea of the magician, the intellectual part of what makes us men and being curious all the time, trying to learn something new and, and not, you know, settle and not 
be um, just stuck in our ways for a long period of time. And I mean, shit, I'm going through this transformational period right now. And I'm like, I need to learn something new every single day. Why not? I mean, all the time that we sit and we just scroll through social media and we do whatever, there's opportunities to learn something. And this idea of the magician also is um, the mentor, the person that wants to help other people uh, along the way with, um, with theories and with ideas and with knowledge, but they're constantly in search of that knowledge. And then finally the king who is, you know, he kind of oversees everything in your mind as far as the archetypes will go. He's the one that is about the balance between, you know, everything. So all these things work together and he's helping you balance things in your mind, but he also understands the, the importance of pulling other people up and helping other people become better versions of themselves if he can, right? He, he wants to help other people in that capacity. He also understands the importance of integrity, being able to look at yourself in the mirror at the end of the day and say, you know, maybe I didn't do my best today, or maybe I wasn't the best version of myself and being accountable to himself saying like, you know, you got to get better tomorrow. Tomorrow you're going to get better. Um, being honest and being accountable for his actions and, and kind of taking responsibility, not only for himself, but for the people that rely on him. And this idea of um, having a legacy and doing things not for you in that moment, doing things for the future. So a couple episodes ago, I talked about the bridge builder and you're doing something not for yourself to enjoy, but for future generations or to leave something, leave the earth a little bit better than the way that you found it. So that's what I have as far as masculine archetypes is concerned. Um, if you listen on Apple podcasts, if you would go ahead and subscribe um, consider leaving me a five-star rating and then even write a review, just letting people know what your experience has been. It could be an anonymous review. Um, so this way other people, as they are looking through podcasts, when they see reviews, it kind of helps them understand a little bit more about the episodes. Follow me on Instagram. It's building.men. You can email me anytime at buildingmencoach at gmail.com. I'm actually starting to receive a lot more emails about people's experiences. Keep them coming. I will get back to you within 24 hours. So thanks for listening, and I will see you next time on Building Men. <laughs>